the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I travel. Osho, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. That sounds like a good plan to me, especially on this Father's Day weekend. Why not take your dad or granddad out and buy him a brand new, pick the pick the brand, right? BMW, Infiniti, Nissan. <clears throat> Nissan, I can hear him now. Hey, folks, welcome to this edition of the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get to hang out together. want to especially welcome our good friends listening to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM. 9, 10 a.m. and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. And, of course, all of you here at 105.1 FM WAVA. Great to have you with us. And happy Father's Day indeed this weekend coming up. Sounds like it's going to be a a warm one, at least up here in D.C. area. I don't know what Tampa's going to get for the weekend, but they tell us it'll be up near 100 degrees by Monday. (laughs) So uh, something to look forward to. Anyway, uh, speaking of things to look forward to, here's some uh, things we're going to be dealing with today uh, coming up on the show. Persecution of Christians is on the rise all over the world. We know that. But specifically in the Southeast Asian nation of Burma or Myanmar. And Nikoli Ambrose, spokesperson for the Faith Coalition to Stop Genocide in Burma, is going to be joining me in a few minutes to uh, talk more about this crisis. Also this hour, Dr. Meg Meeker, considered one of the country's leading authorities on parenting teens and children's health, says there is a father crisis in America. Beyond the epidemic of broken homes and single moms, popular culture treats dads as unnecessary, irrelevant, out of touch, and outdated. She says it's time to put an end to dad shaming. Uh, Her latest book we're going to talk about a little later this hour, and of course, uh, well-timed, just in time for Father's Day 2018, is titled, You've Got This, Unlocking the Hero Dad Within. She'll join me later in this hour, as I say, to talk about it. Next hour, Faith McDonald of the Institute on Religion and Democracy asks us to remember the severe persecution 
of Christians in North Korea. Now, North Korea, obviously, and for good reason, in the news all week long and will continue to be for some time to come. And there are those who, uh, in fact, were hoping and wishing and, in fact, uh, regretted that the president didn't make an issue of uh, the suffering of uh, believers in North Korea when he met with the North Korean dictator this week. Uh, I'm hoping that at least behind closed doors that's been a point of discussion and will be more public in the future. But in any event, she says, try as it might, North Korea's government has never wiped out Christianity. Some experts say there are as many as 400,000 secret believers, most of whom became Christians in China or through contact with Chinese or South Korean Christians. And uh, Faith says they live in constant threat of imprisonment or execution. Can you imagine living your life that way as a believer? Knowing one of two options is very high on the list of your government against you if they can catch you worshiping, catch you fellowshipping, catch you meeting with, and certainly if they can catch you uh, proselytizing, if you will, trying to win others uh, to your faith, uh, imprisonment at least, and very possibly execution at worst. So we'll talk with, we'll share a conversation we had with Faith McDonald about that. And then also later next hour, on the same line of concern, suffering of believers, this in China, Bryn Lawrence is with China Aid. That's a wonderful ministry started some years ago by Pastor Bob Fu. He himself was a young man at Tiananmen Square and the massacre that occurred back there, what is 89 or back in the, maybe it was, was that, you remember the year, Julie? You look as puzzled as I do. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it may have been 79 even. In any event, that's not the point. The point is that the fellow believers in China are still under great adversity and uh, Bryn Lawrence will talk to us about uh, what we can do in addition to, I hope already, praying for them, uh, but we can also advocate on their behalf. So just some of the things coming up this afternoon. I was right, 1989. Oh, I amaze myself. Just to remember my name amazes me some days. <clears throat> Excuse me, I pardon you for my voice. I'm going to say it's a weekend voice. I don't know, that's uh, retired a, a day early or something. On a lighter note, firefighters had to, have you ever wondered, what if I, what if I really did it? What if I ever really, what if I ever, what if I ever really did park in front of that fire hydrant? How many of you raise your hand and say, I've been tempted? How many of you say, I'll risk it? I don't want that big yellow boot on my, uh, on my vehicle when I come back. But I'm going to, I'm only going to be here 20 minutes and I don't think there's going to be fire in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> The rationales we can come up with, huh? Well, you don't want to do it in Hamilton Township, New Jersey, I'll tell you right now. It's an AP story out of Hamilton Township. Firefighters, when they came up against a car that was uh, blocking a fire hydrant, they simply broke the windows of the car and ran the hose right through the car. (laughs) Oh, my. Firefighters arriving arriving on the scene of a house fire yesterday found the car parked in front of the hydrant. And uh, apparently there's now a Facebook picture on the Hamilton Township Professional Firefighters Facebook page. You can see they punched out the windows, threaded the uh, hose through the car. They got the fire quickly under control. Nobody injured. I I would like to know a follow-up. In addition to broken windows, I have to believe 
there was a, a citation of some sort involved. Had to be, right? One more quick story out of uh, Russo, North Dakota. Man believed to be North Dakota's oldest mayor has breezed to another term, winning unanimously in a vote that saw a 100% turnout. Russo Mayor Bruce Lorenz captured, count them, all three votes. <laughs> In the state's smallest incorporated city, according to the Minot Daily News, 86-year-old retired rural mail carrier estimates he's been mayor for more than 30 years. Said he forgot Tuesday was election day until some, until his daughter reminded him, hey, Pops, you're up for election. Uh, he says, I'll have to get on the street, see if I can find a cigar. Anyway, folks, we're going to take a break, come back, and there are very important matters on our plate, so to speak, these days. And again, happy to have the folks listening to the Bill Bunkley Show with us today in Tampa, Florida. Hey, this is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumping nut, and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. I was on the air not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just just not uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there. I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids, a $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar. And we're waiting for your call right now at 888-884-4836. Again, that number is 888-884-4836. Let's talk faith.com. Uh, is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now, you would make a leadership gift of um, of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. We're, we're, I'm telling you, we're, we're right there. Scott's over there kind of calculating everything. 13 more, 13 down to a, 13 would be $780. 13 kids right now would be $780. And listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type of <laughs> monthly and bi-monthly gifts and ways to do it. However you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, you know, listen, if you just want to make that one-time gift of $60, we welcome that and we're blessed by need that. It. But I really, truly do believe, Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, oh, you know, a little later, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can. You know, really you can. There are families, they'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm-hmm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney World, and I know, and I've met people. Where'd you come from? Mm-hmm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And, you know, you know they put three, $4,000 in that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it, and then they kind of figured it out. And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I know there's somebody listening right now, you know you could make that gift, and you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card, or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. 
And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now. God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death, when, when, you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be. But we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places, providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. Hey, how about it? Does your air conditioning need to tune up? System working at peak efficiency? Well, you need to call my friend Chuck at aactionhomeservices.com or check him out at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. According to published reports, persecution of Christians is on the rise in the southeastern nation of Burma or Myanmar, as the Burmese military has again turned its violent attacks against ethnic minorities, including the Kachin Christians in northern Burma. As I understand it, burning and bombing bombing their churches, destroying their livelihoods, and much worse. And it's following the same pattern that's been being carried out against the, the, I believe it's the Rohingya Muslims in uh, another state in Burma. And join us with details about it as well as a call on the U.S. government to address these issues, Nikoli Ambrose, spokesperson for the Faith Coalition to Stop Genocide in Burma. Uh, that website is simply faithcoalition.org. And, uh, Nikoli, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for covering this topic. We just can't let people be killed because of their religion. Couldn't agree with you more. And would you give us kind of the larger backstory that I just briefly alluded to as to what's happening to the, is it the Rohingya Muslims in Burma for some time now that's been going on and now being carried over to the Christian population? So really, this there's been this very radical element running Burma. And this kind of goes back to the 1960s. They've just gotten more and more out of control. And it's got, it really picked up since 2012. So you can look back to the 1980s where they said if this is either radical Buddhists who literally say there are leading monks, Buddhist monks in Burma that say killing someone, killing a non-Buddhist is not a sin. And so this applies to the Christian population, which is about six percent of the country, or about you know over five million people. It applies to the Rohingya farmers along the coastline. It applies to Hindus. Um, but the people who've really been suffering the worst are the Christians in the north, the Kachin. It's the Kachin 
States. And really about 90% of these Kachin are Baptists who were Baptist missionaries went over about 100 years ago. They are very committed Christians. We've also got some Roman Catholics up there. And we kind of think the Burmese government really wants all of their natural resources because there's a lot of ice mines in that area that produce a lot of great gems. And then along the coastline, they want the oil where these Rohingya, you can say either Rohingya or Rohingya farmers live. And um, unfortunately, in September of 2016, despite 46 human rights organizations begging President Obama to not list sanctions because of all of the human rights violations. I mean, they've been killing people. They've been targeting them. They've been raping women who were non-Buddhists. Despite all that, President Obama lifted sanctions and said, oh, we're going to, this is going to help create a stronger democracy in Burma. Well, the opposite happened. By October 2016, they were killing more of the Christians. They were bombing churches. And I'm talking like helicopters are going in and aerial bombing churches. And, um, and then in 2017, they tr- decided to get rid of one million Rohingyas along the coastline. I mean, they went in, they raised 400 villages, they set them on fire, they pulled out the women, and they mass raped them. 52% of the women left alive say they were raped. They would take their babies and kill them in the most brutal ways. They tried to kill all the able-bodied men they can find. Those actions have created the largest refugee camp in the world. There are over a million people sitting across the border now in Bangladesh. Thank heaven for the Bangladesh government who let these people come and sit in these camps so they were not all killed. And then since they've gotten rid of those Rohingya farmers, now they've turned back to the Christians, and their army has sent their most brutal battalion up to the north to really – um, now do the same thing to the whole Kachin population that they got away with doing with impunity to the Rohingya farmers. So it really is a total sweep of the country uh, for anything non-Buddhist, it sounds like. That's right. Absolutely. And when you literally, even, I think it was around 2003, there was one of these leading Buddhist militant monks who said, um, you know, who's fomenting the sleep that it's okay to kill non-Buddhists. They put him in jail. Well, guess what? They let him out. They said, oh, it's not so bad anymore. We're cutting your sentence and letting you out. So now he has very freely been preaching, um, once again, and it's completely okay to kill people. They let him out of jail. And then he put all of these radical ads on Facebook, Facebook, this is another failure Facebook in recent times, was not monitoring this at all. Let them put out Facebook campaigns that they were not even translating to see what they were saying, fostering violence and targeting anyone who is a non-Buddhist. Well, tell us about your organization, the Faith Coalition to Stop Genocide in Burma. Uh, I noticed it has a number of noteworthy organizations partnering together. What can you tell us about it? Well, we... You're absolutely right. We have folks of all faiths. We have Christian, uh, obviously a Christian. Uh, we have uh, several Jewish organizations, several uh, Muslim organizations. We all partner together to say, you know, we universally agree this is completely unacceptable. 
over there um, in, in Bangladesh, and so we went over to visit with a victim. I specifically um, spent my time focusing on the women and children um, who thankfully are still alive, but as you can imagine, are tremendously scarred and traumatized by um, barely making it through what they lived through uh, last August of 2017. And, um, you know, I have to tell you, these people just want to go back to their homes. Um, they're gone, but they'd be happy to rebuild them. But they want to know that a military is not going to come and kill them, to break them and kill their babies. And um, we have one of our organizations, Burma Task Force, and that's uh, one of the organizations through which we are trying to help people um, with food and supplies and all of that very important stuff because these people are basically living off of one meal a day right now. Um, and we're, we're uh, actually this weekend we are sending over another delegation to try to meet with the kitchen Christians um, to talk to them to, to see what we can do to help. Um, and it's, it's a very dangerous mission because the Burmese military is just literally sending in helicopters to bomb homes and churches, anywhere where they think there are Christian targets, they are going after them full throttle right now. Talking with uh, Nicolae Ambrose, spokesperson for the Faith Coalition to Stop Genocide in Burma. Their website is faithcoalition.org. She's also a statewide elected National Committee woman for Maryland, serving on the Republican National Committee, also a Fox News radio political analyst and You'll probably hear on other news sources as well, political shows and so on. But today, talking about this very desperate need. And, uh, Nicolae, talk about what we together as uh, Americans can do in terms of getting the U.S. government to move back to a more reasonable policy and uh, rein, uh, would it be uh, reinstituting, reestablishing sanctions against Burma? What else can be done? What needs to be done? Really, that is the number one thing. And we have, uh, the House has been great. There's been a lot of bipartisan support there. Um, we, the Senate has moved the bill out of committee. Um, we really have to ask Senator McConnell to move the legislation. He's really the hang-up in the Senate, quite frankly. And, um, you know, we, the, I'm very proud of how proactive um this White House has been. They're um, very deeply looking at the issue and um, working, work, analyzing it right now. Um, the State Department is taking all the necessary steps they need to take. They have classified it, uh, for starters, as ethnic cleansing, which was the first step. The next step we need is for the State Department to classify um, this as genocide. Uh, which it clearly is. Uh, we have a wonderful ambassador for religious liberty, um, Sam Brownback, who used to be a U.S. senator and a governor. His first official trip in that position was this April, where he went there himself to see it with his own eyes. His quote was, it is the worst he has ever seen, and that it needs a strong response. So um, they, are, they are going through the process of what they need to go through, um, I'm, I'm impressed how they're handling it. Uh, we just need to encourage and support it because if they get away with killing all of these non-Buddhists, whether they be Christian, whether they be Muslim, whether they be Hindu, it will continue. It will not stop. And there are several other countries in that region 
who don't necessarily respect human rights as we do. And if we don't set the example here, we can expect this to continue in many other countries. Well said. Uh, Nicolee, can folks find more information with which they can take action at your website? Absolutely. Safecoalition.org. And we please, anything y'all can do to help stress your congressmen, to your senators, feel free to send a letter to the White House and um, thank them for the steps they're taking. But we need to keep applying the pressure to to make sure bad actors cannot get away with persecuting people for their religious beliefs. Well said. Thank you, Nicolia. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for covering this very important topic and working with me to stop Christian persecution. Amen. Nicolia Ambrose, spokesperson for the Faith Coalition to Stop Genocide in Burma. But as she said, it, uh, it is just one, sadly, of a number of trouble areas that need our attention, our prayers, and our advocacy. You hear me say it often, never pray a prayer you're not willing to be at least part of the answer to. So once we've prayed for these dear people, whether they are Buddhist or whether they are uh, Christians or whether they're Muslims, human rights are human rights. And uh, uh, someone else's uh, violation of their human rights ends up being, in potential, a violation of yours and mine as well. Faithcoalition.org. Faithcoalition.org. I'm Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Imagine a child so weakened from malnutrition, so near the brink of death with starvation, that they cannot cry out for their mother's milk. They cannot turn their head to receive food. They cannot even move, uh, that their body literally is shutting down from hunger. That's really what's happening in so many parts of the world. And thank God for Save the Children stepping in, providing ready-to-use therapeutic food and medicines for these children. Uh, you can be a part of that right now. When you call 888-884-4836, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, Scott Wilder joins us from Save the Children. Scott, we've talked about the before. Tell us a little bit about the after, after these kids receive this life-giving treatment. Uh, the, the after is light, and it's life, and it's a plump child, a happy child, a healthy child, like every child should be. I mean, that, that is what your money does today. And I know it's easy for stuff to wash over us. There's stuff that happens here in the news, and it washes over me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to shake myself to sort of shake me to wake me again. And, and I don't want this to ever wash over us. We, we are really talking about life and death. We're talking about a child that before, as we talked about, the child is uh, almost skeletal remains, no light, no life in her eyes, uh, can't hold her head up from her mother's arms because her neck is so weak. Uh, as you said yesterday, rightly, uh, does not have the energy even to make noise, to cry. Cry would be a step up mm-hmm. because it would mean energy. And so today, you know, the after, the plumpy nut, uh, is, a, is a life changer. It is a life saver. And that's what you're doing today when you call the number. You're providing life to a child who otherwise, and we say child, it really is largely children of the age of two. Uh, you know, the, the first big hurdle in that part of the world is a healthy birth. And lots of babies die in childbirth. I remember being on the road with a guy who was an interpreter. He's an educated guy. He's been to college, been to university, uh, worked for the for the uh, consulate there and was an interpreter. And we was talking to him over at a dinner uh, about his life and his family. I said, tell me about how you grew up. And he was talking to me about it. And he said, my mother had eight kids. 
And so he goes on to talk. And I said, wow. I said, you grew up with eight kids in your family. He said, no, I grew up with four kids in my family. Three of them died in wow. childbirth, and one died of malnutrition before the age of two. Isn't it interesting, the things that we assume? You know, we are so blessed here in the United States of America that for a family near us to lose a child, it is a tragedy that many of us cannot even comprehend. And yet it is the day in and day out for so many of these children in places like Ethiopia, which is still trying to recover from the effects of a historic drought that uh, caused so much devastation, so much starvation and so much pain. Your gift right now of $60 to save the children provides ready-to-use therapeutic food, plumping nut, for one of these children, literally bringing them back from the brink of death due to severe acute malnutrition. So far, we've saved 45 kids. We have 105 more we'd like to speak to. And right now, every dollar you give is doubled through the generous matching gift of a donor uh, who said, I'll step up, I'll match these gifts. So this really is the time to call. 888-884-4836. That's 888 888- 8844836 you can also help by clicking the save the children banner at letstalkfaith.com let's make that gift today let's save a life today you can do it by joining us and Scott Wilder and our friends at save the children 888-884-4836 Hey, this is Bill Carl, today's guest host for The Bill Bunkley Show. Don Crow returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, brought to you in part by local expert Realty. Uh, it's true. Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. If you want to talk to her about it, here's her phone number, 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. Or go to soldin58.com on the web. That's the words sold in and then the numbers 58.com. Happy to welcome all the listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk today, 570 a.m., 910 a.m., and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. And, of course, all of you, our family, WAVA listeners right here at 105.1 FM WAVA. And, of course, streaming live all over the world, as a matter of fact, at WAVA.com. Well, regardless of your political or other persuasions, I think most people would agree with this statement by my guest. There is a father crisis in America. Beyond the epidemic of broken homes and single moms, popular culture treats dads as unnecessary, irrelevant, out of touch, and outdated. And she says it's time to put an end to dad shaming. Joining me, Dr. Meg Meeker, author of six books and considered the country's leading authority on parenting, teens, and children's health. And her latest book, just released in paperback by Regnery, is titled, You've Got This, Unlocking the Hero Dad Within. Dr. Meeker, it's great to have you back. I think it was a year ago about this time we chatted uh, last, uh, heading into Father's Day, and here we are with another one in front of us. Welcome. Thank you so much. And yes, we did. I remember uh, doing the show. It was a lot of fun. Talk about this culture and what it's saying about our fathers and why I love the title of your book, Unlocking the Hero Within Us Dads, and you also say you've got this. So kind of explain that first, if you would. Oh, I'd love to. 
You know, I have seen as a pediatrician, I've practiced pediatrics a little over 30 years, but particularly in the last 20 years, this increasing momentum of um, putting fathers down, sort of throwing them into orbit, saying, you know, you're you're really not necessary in the home. Um, And then you look at television and sitcoms and movies, you're hard-pressed to find a dad who's a smart, uh, respectful, really great guy. You, you you look and you see the father who's sort of the butt of everyone's jokes, and he's the guy who needs to be straightened out by a snarky 11-year-old. And, you know, I can't help but think if we presented mothers this way, I mean, you know, there'd be an uprising. And yet we're doing this to fathers, and what I see is the devastation in kids' lives because fathers – end up believing, and, and I don't even know that this is a conscious thought or, it's a, uh, you know, that they're aware of it, but that they're really just not doing a good enough job or that really as long as mom's doing a great job, life is okay, or the kids really don't need them to engage that much, and nothing could be further from the truth, and I'm just seeing the fallout as I crisscross the country on what this is doing to our kids, and it, it's really got to stop. As you're saying it, um, um, on this coming Father's Day Sunday morning at our church, I'm going to be speaking on the power of fatherhood. And as Mm -hmm. a matter of fact, we do understand, and rightly so, we recognize uh, the, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln said, all that I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my sainted mother. And we don't deny the power of mothers to shape us. But I don't think we've talked anywhere near enough about the power of fatherhood, which is unique and different from that of a mother. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. You know, we've got prisons filled with men, and the majority of whom never had a dad in their lives. I was actually called to work with the NFL a number of years ago because a lot of these men, while extremely good at their craft and their profession, many didn't grow up with a dad, and they literally wanted to be good dads or want to be good, but but have no idea how to do that. So there not only is a, a lack of encouragement, but there's a lack of, you know, teaching and instruction, just the basic. And even if you look at the amount of research done on the effects of fathers in kids' lives versus mothers, it's it, there's a huge imbalance. About it's about one, per, you know, to, for, uh, story research per dad and seven per, per mothers. So clearly, even in research and medicine, we're putting the um, the emphasis on the importance of moms, but dads are equally important. And think about this, too, from a biblical standpoint. There's one chapter I say, God is called father and so are you. God is chosen to share a name with dads. And, you know, that's a huge and holy call, and God would never call men to that if he didn't, you know, make them great at it. You know, and so really being a hero dad about letting your success out, not changing your your uh, personality 180 degrees. We're going to come back with more. And Meg, when we do, ways to overcome your father's mistakes and become a hero dad. We'll talk about that and more. Stay with us. The book is called You've Got This, Unlocking the Hero Dad Within, published by Regnery, available in paperback. And we're going to talk more with the author, Dr. Meg Meeker. Stay with us. Carl here with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Thank you for joining us for just a few moments as we share more opportunities for you to save lives through Save the Children. When you call 888 
888-884-4836 and make your gift of $60. You save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. You can also click the Save the Children link at letstalkfaith.com to make that gift. And what are we talking about, really? Well, Save the Children, around for over 100 years, has been working in East Africa among famine victims. And they provide, uh, it's kind of a funny name, they provide this ready-to-use therapeutic food called plumping it. It's peanut-based. It's kind of based on Nutella. And it really does bring kids back from the brink of death. Again, your $60 provides enough plumping nut and medicine to save a child who's starving. And Scott, I know that you've been there in Ethiopia and seen the miracle of Plumpy Nut, seen the miracle of these kids. Take us inside that a little. It is to nutrition what penicillin was to medicine. And that's not just me. I mean, 60 Minutes talked about it as a miracle. And I don't know if you watch 60 Minutes very much, but they don't use the word miracle very often. Uh, It brings kids back, children back, babies back from the brink of uh, death. I mean, they're right on the doorstep. I mean, they they are the child you're thinking of right now. The child with uh, appears to be a skeleton uh, with skin draped over it. I mean, it, it really is stark to see when you see a mom holding her twin boys that are three months old. And she says, I can no longer even nurse my kids. I don't have enough food for myself. And uh, mother's milk is the only way my kids uh, can survive. And they're suffering from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, today we have a chance to to be the safety net. We have a chance to be um, come together and do this thing uh, that really is ours to do. So I mean, we, you've been fortunate, blessed, lucky, whatever word you use, um, to be where you are, to live where you live. Not not just to be born where you've been born, but to be born when you've been born. And we're so thankful to be in a position to be able to do good for others, not to have to rely on the government and other agencies to make this happen. Save the Children is a nonprofit that I know personally at our house, Missy and I give to every year, and we want to encourage you to as well. In fact, Save the Children works here in the United States of America. I spent a good chunk of time last fall in uh, rural Tennessee among Save the Children uh, folks who have been blessed through this ministry, and I hope you'll step in right now. Again, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We're counting down 105 kids to go. Would you call right now? 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith.com. And I'll tell you this as well. We've had a generous donor step forward who over the next month has said, look, for every gift that your listeners make to save the children, I'll double it. So if you make that gift of $60, it becomes $120, so on and so forth. And maybe right now you'd say, Bill Scott, I'll do a leadership gift of $600. That would take care of 10 children saving their lives. And with those matching dollars, would add another 10 children to the list of those who've been impacted through Save the Children and through your kindness. So again, I'd encourage you to go to the phone right now. Here's the number, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or again, click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Together, we can save lives with Save the Children. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore, why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. 
Dave Ramsey says, when culture fails to support fathers, when no one esteems them or teaches them how to be great, we do our society a disservice. We've got to help fathers become the men God has called them to be. And then he says, I believe Dr. Meg has the antidote for this crisis of culture. God has anointed her in a special way to address this topic. He's raised her up to stand in the gap and to offer hope for such a time as this. And of course, Dave Ramsey, you know him well, referring to this new book that is available to you. You've got this, Unlocking the Hero Dad Within. And uh, we're talking with Dr. Meg Meeker about the book. Uh, Meg, uh, talk about some of the issues that men have that they don't even know where they came from, of mistakes their granddads or their dads made with them, and how we avoid repeating that and becoming the kind of father God wants us to be? That's a great question. Um, Even when when I hate to harp on negative, the truth of the matter is that, um, you know, men and women grow up to repeat what we know. We don't necessarily do what we want to do, but we, we always default to what's familiar. And for a lot of fathers, that means that if they had a father who was distant or unengaged or disengaged or put them down a lot, um, then they grow up feeling that, you know, poorly about themselves. They doubt that they can be a good dad. And, and it's hard for many dads to overcome that sense that they're not good enough. They disappointed their dads. You know, how many men do we know in their 30s, 40s, 60s even who are still trying to win their dad's approval because they never really got it so every father comes into parenting with an enormous preload and a lot of times that preload unfortunately is feeling not up to the task you know that their father never affirmed them dad never respected them maybe dad put them down yelled at them and so that puts dads at the beginning at, at a disadvantage of feeling that they can't do this or feel worrying they're going to repeat their dad's mistakes or, you know, even beginning to repeat those mistakes like disengaging from their own kids and de- devaluing their worth to their kids without even knowing that. So that's why I'm, I think it's important to be reminded of, of what life um, – for a child is like and who dad is from behind a child's eyes because I'm convinced if every dad could see himself from behind his child's eyes for even 15 minutes his life would never be the same he'd he'd recognize that he already is enough for his kids he is he is a good dad on the inside God has equipped them to sort of shed that that negative preload if you will from childhood Five secrets you say every new dad needs to know. What can you share us uh, share with us about that? Well, I think that, first of all, new dads need to recognize that as far as their child is concerned, um, the child's world centers around dad. Kids hang on what their dads say. Um, they they hang on what their, their dads do, and they, they want to be with their dads. I think another thing is a lot of dads um, – feel that, um, you know, they don't really need to engage their kids. Um, They don't need to show up for their kids. And that, you know, giving their kids stuff and experiences and soccer camps and ballet lessons is what really grows great character in a child or a closeness with your child. And nothing could be further from the truth. 
Because what every child wants more of with their dad is dad's time. They don't want more of the stuff dad gives them. And I think there's a lot of peer pressure, particularly in young dads now, to to uh, give their kids more and to create these great experiences out, outside of being with them. And And I really encourage dads to sort of turn that on its head and say, wait a minute. If I spend 10 minutes more a day with my child for the next month, that's going to change my relationship with my kids, whether that's child six months or six years or, you know, 26 years of age. So those are some of the secrets I really try to talk to dads about. You also say that there are three questions that uh, every son or daughter needs to have an answer from from dad. What are those? Yes, and interestingly, I extrapolated these from what we all as adults want God to answer for us. And if we have those deep questions answered, then we are really free to, to live a great life. The first question is, Dad, how do you really feel about me? And so many of us just ache to know that God loves us no matter what, no matter when, no matter where. And that's exactly what every child wants to know from their dad. Dad, how do you really feel about me? Do you love me? Am I okay? Second question is, what do you believe about me? Do you believe I'm good enough or do you believe that I'm not? Um, You know, dad, am I okay in your eyes? Am I smart? Am I capable? Or do you think I'm just sort of stupid? And we want God to know that he believes about us that we're have incredible value enough to die for us. And finally, the third question is, you know, Dad, what are your hopes for me? God teaches us that he has plans. He has a purpose. We have a future. And fathers forget, I think, sometimes to teach their kids, you know what? This may be a struggle for you today, but my job is to help to get you through and to take next year to learn that life is going to be better. And in 10 years, life is going to be better. So to really teach their kids there's hope for them because kids can't live without hope and dad is the power source for giving them that hope. And real quickly for this last break, even our Lord Jesus got his father's affirmation at his baptism. This is my son whom I dearly love. And that's an affirmation every son or daughter needs, isn't it? Oh, that sits at the core of who you are and what you believe about yourself as a man or a woman, as a child. And that's exactly, those are deep, satisfying um, soul revelations. And if Jesus needed them from his heavenly father, we need them from our heavenly father. But every child needs that from his or her earthly father. And here's the cool part. Any dad can deliver on that one. I want to come back for a couple of more minutes with our guest, Dr. Meg Meeker. Great book, You've Got This, Unlocking the Hero Dad Within. We'll talk more about it in a moment. Stay with us. This is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumpy nut, and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. I was on the air 
not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just it's just not uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there, I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids, a $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar. And we're waiting for your call right now at 888-884-4836. Look, and that number is 888-884-4836. Let's talk faith.com. Uh, is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now, you would make a leadership gift of um, of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. We're, we're, I'm telling you, we're, we're right there. Scott's over there kind of calculating everything. 13 more, 13 down to, 13 would be $780. 13 kids right now would be $780. And listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type of <laughs> monthly and bi-monthly gifts and ways to do it. However you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, you know, listen, if you just want to make that one-time gift of $60, we welcome that and we're blessed by need that. It. But I really truly do believe Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, oh, you know, a little later, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can. You know, really you can. There are families, they'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm-hmm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney World, and I know, and I've met people. Where'd you come from? Mm-hmm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And, you know, you know they put three, $4,000 in that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it, and then they kind of figured it out. And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I know there's somebody listening right now, you know you could make that gift, and you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card, or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now, God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death. When, when, you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be. But we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places, providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. You've got this, Unlocking the Hero Dad Within, a book uh, by my guest this hour, Dr. Meg Meeker. And it's in paperback, available, published by Regnery. And uh, Dr. Meeker, in this last couple of minutes, you say that there are some ways 
that you suggest a dad can take sort of take leadership uh, three ways at least in in which he can lead his family. Could you maybe share those with us in these last few minutes? You bet. You know, I think one of the most important things to do, and it's particularly applicable to, um, you know, men who have a strong faith, is to model great character in front of your kids. It doesn't mean you have to be a perfect dad, but it means that you need to sort of say, what is it that I want to teach my kids as far as character is concerned? Humility, perseverance, faith, um, courage, tenacity. And to really live that in front of your kids and be intentional about that because kids are little sponges. They, they watch you and they learn about who they are and then they grow up to you know, mimic you and, and model their lives after you. I think that's particularly important with true for boys who grow up and I always say, you know, they need to see what a good man looks like in order to become a good man. I think the other thing that's really important for dads is just to engage, to begin to engage. When you come home at night or on the weekends, turn your cell phone off, stop texting, put your laptop down, don't watch that television show, and just, as I said, spend 10 more minutes a day with each of your kids. And it's a real game changer for kids. And finally, learn to see who you are through your kids' eyes, that you're so much bigger and more relevant and wiser, smarter, grander than you think you are. So just embrace that authority and and go with it this last moment you're saying it's all in the dna of us as fathers whether we see it there or not we do have built into us by god's help uh, some of these abilities exactly and that's my point you know fathers feel like well i can't do that to my kids or you just don't know i failed it or my kids are 20 and they won't talk to me look there's greatness inside you that god put in there as a dad so really it's about just getting rid of all the other stuff and letting that out. And that's what your kids really want. And God will equip you to, to be the dad that your kids need and want. Thank you for the help you provide in that regard, my friend. Good to talk with you. Thank you, and happy Father's Day. Thank you. Dr. Meg Meeker, again, she is uh, very skilled at what she does. I didn't have time to read uh, some of the uh, credits that uh, really uh, – validate her abilities and her uh, expertise but check the book out you'll see it uh, when you get that you've got this unlocking the hero dad within published by regnery between Sundays. When Jesus Christ came to this earth, died on the cross, rose from the dead, John said, let me tell you something, it's something we touch, we've seen it, it does something to our senses. It's real. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The White House is clarifying what President Trump meant earlier today when he threw a House Republican immigration push into disarray. In a Fox and Friends interview, the president said he's looking at two immigration bills the House plans to vote on next week, but that he certainly would not sign the more moderate one. 
that caught GOP leaders off guard after Speaker Paul Ryan had said the president would back the compromise bill. A top Republican official immediately said the House would not tackle immigration legislation without the president's backing. A senior White House official now says the president was confused, believing he'd been asked about a separate immigration push and not the compromise bill. Sagar Magani, Washington. Former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort is going to jail. Manafort was ordered into custody by a federal judge citing newly filed obstruction of justice charges. He's accused of witness tampering and becomes the first Trump campaign official to be jailed as part of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. In her ruling, U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson said she had struggled with the decision, but she couldn't turn a blind eye to Manafort's conduct. Greg Clugston, Washington. It's a quick response from the Beijing government to President Trump's tariff increase on Chinese goods. The Chinese Commerce Ministry says it will immediately impose penalties of equal strength on U.S. products. New York University economist Joe Foti says multiple trade fights could be damaging. U.S. GDP can survive a trade war with China, might knock half a percent of GDP out, but the economy right now is firing on all cylinders. But in a world where we're picking trade spats with Canada, with Europe, with China, all at once, that could really hurt the economy. The Chinese ministry says it's also scrapping deals to buy more American farm goods and other exports. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 85 points, the Nasdaq dropped 15, the S&P lower by 3. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-902-5454. That's 800-902-5454. 800-902-5454. Before lunch, enjoy God's Word. Weekdays at 11 a.m., it's In Touch with Charles Stanley. There's going to be a time in all of our lives when we will have heard the gospel for the last time. Do not resist God any longer. And at 11.30, Leading the Way with Michael Youssef. What type of phobia that is menacing you in your life? Identify it today and take it up and offer it to the Lord. And say, Lord, I want faith in you that can overwhelm my fears. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. 
As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. So he reveals himself to this Abraham. God says to him, I'm going to, through you and your descendants, build and establish a nation. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. Share the afternoon with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM. 910 a.m. and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. And happy Father's Day to all you dads and granddads out there as we head into this Father's Day weekend. From the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a thousand certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. And once again, we welcome you to another hour of the Don Crow Show. Every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, we get to talk about issues of the day, things going on, and give you good information from time to time that's very useful to you. In fact, right now we have some information that's very good for your health, if you will. On Saturday, June 16th, 9 a.m., the Losing to Live 5K run going to be held at Capitol Baptist Church in Annandale, Virginia. Now, joining us to tell you all about it, how you can be part of it, and how easy it is, founding and senior pastor of Capital Baptist, Pastor Steve Reynolds. Steve, my friend, how are you feeling these days? I'm doing good, Don. How about yourself? Doing all right. Doing all right. And uh, this is always an exciting time, these events that uh, uh, through the years, uh, well, let me ask you this question. This started how many years ago, this whole effort toward weight loss and yeah, walking well, this, in the walking in the word of God in terms of your health. How did it all start, and how long has it been going on? It, well, to God be the glory, it's been twelve years now. So this is our this is going to be our twelfth uh, annual losing to live five k. So, so God has just been so good to bless us over over a decade, and your partnership has has meant a lot to this program. I, I appreciate you very much. Well, we're glad to do it, and as a matter of fact. Uh, Folks, uh, I know many have heard your story, but I-, I would dare say 12 years ago, you yourself would not have been running a 5K race, would you? No, I, when, when I, uh, you know, I finally got you know, up to about 350 pounds, and that was, that was 12 years ago. And, and uh, basically at that point in time, I, I literally could only do five minutes when I started walking again. So my, I made a goal that I was going to do a 5K, and a 5K is 3.1 miles. And honestly, you know, at that point in time, uh, that was literally like a marathon to me. So, 
But God has brought you a long way and a lot of folks with you. How many folks, uh, without an exact number, but how many folks have been blessed and helped by this program, uh, uh, both in terms of weight loss and uh, health improvement? Sure. Well, just in our own uh, Losing Live program, and there's uh, you know over 1,000 of these nationwide now, and, uh, but just in our own program now, there's been about uh, 1,500 people helped. So, so uh, God's been really good to us. So, And when you say the weight has dropped off or been worked off, if you will, by, yep. the, by the ton, you're not exaggerating, sure, are you? We're, we're almost at 15 tons right here, right here in this one program. So, Folks. so that, that's not an exaggeration. That's amazing, folks. And listen, you can be part of it. I want Steve to take just a couple of minutes to tell you exactly where it is, what it's going to be, how easy it is to participate, how inexpensive it is, and anything else you want to share about this one coming up on the 16th, Steve. Sure. So I want to invite everybody to join what's called the Losing to Live 5K. And uh, so it's going to be this uh, Saturday, Father's Day weekend. The reason I started it Father's Day is because – as a dad, uh, I wanted to get healthy for my for my kids, and so it's just a wonderful, special way to celebrate the Father's Day weekend. And so it starts at 9 a.m. And uh, basically, you know, I tell people number one, it's fun. I mean, I, I don't know if you ever done one of these things, but it, it is just so much fun. I mean, a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of positive attitude going on, and then also fitness. Uh, you know, you here you are with a group of people. And, uh, you know, some can do a 5K really fast, some aren't that fast, but one thing we have in common is, is we want to be fit. And then family. So we encourage you to bring the children. So at 8.30, that's a half hour before the big race, there's a 1K for the kids. And then after that, they come into our what we call Kids Town in our, in our church, and they're going to have a whole separate program called I Love My Body. And it's really going to be something special for the children. And then food. We actually put together a major first-class brunch uh, after uh, the race, so you'll enjoy a delicious uh, meal. And then the big one, I think, is what I call finishing the race. And, you know, there's just something special about crossing that finish line, whether you go fast or whether you go slow. Honestly, just to cross that finish line is just something special. So all that's available for only $25, and so you get to participate in the race, you get a first-class T-shirt, you get the brunch, everything for only $25. And uh, people can sign up at capitalbaptist.org. Uh, that's capitalbaptist.org. Or if you want to call at 703-560-8677. Again, that's 703-560-8677. Love to have you participate. Now, if folks want to just show up at the last minute, they're not sure of their weekend plans, but they are going to try to clear the day. Can they just show up? Absolutely. Yep, yep. They can show up just to get, make sure they get there by uh, about 15 minutes before the race to, to sign up. But registration opens at 730. So between 730 and 845, they can, they can walk in, yes. Now, as I understand it, you are going to uh, kind of put a crowning touch on it with some awards at the end? Yep, that's correct. Uh, the, yeah, so there's overall awards, and then there's uh, for every – uh, Ten-year gap there. There's uh, age group uh, awards as well. So, and for the children, when they do the 1K, all the kids get a medal. So, so that's <laughs> something special for them. All right, my friend. Thank you. Good to talk with you as always about these things. Uh, may you have right, a great Don, weekend. Thank you so much. Steve Reynolds, uh, founding pastor of Capital Baptist Church in Annandale, Virginia. Website is capitalbaptist.org. And uh, phone number 703-560-8677. 
It's the Losing to Live 5K event Saturday, June 16th, coming up just before Father's Day, starting at 9 a.m., but registration open at 7.30. And again, it's only $25, and all the entrants will receive an official T-shirt and, as he's already said, a delicious brunch. And there will be some awards, uh, top three women and top three men overall, and then 10-year age groups going to receive awards at the finishing rally brunch. And I like what he said. The kids are all going to get a medal for their 1K run that they do at, I believe he said, 830. So all of that and more, losing to live, helping people achieve a healthy lifestyle and overcome obesity. And, again, let me give you the uh, website one more time. It is capitalbaptist.org. You don't have to be a member of Capital Baptist. In fact, they have hundreds, even thousands of folks through the years who have participated uh, otherwise. So uh, if you're never, uh, you're not a church attender even, you're certainly welcome to be part of it. CapitalBaptist.org, 703-560-8677. I'm Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Imagine a child so weakened from malnutrition, so near the brink of death with starvation, that they cannot cry out for their mother's milk, that they cannot turn their head to receive food. They cannot even move, uh, that their body literally is shutting down from hunger. That's really what's happening in so many parts of the world. And thank God for Save the Children stepping in, providing ready-to-use therapeutic food and medicines for these children. Uh, You can be a part of that right now. When you call 888-884-4836, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, Scott Wilder joins us from Save the Children. Scott, we've talked about the before. Tell us a little bit about the after, after these kids receive this life-giving treatment. Uh, the, the after is light, and it's life, and it's a plump child, a happy child, a healthy child, like every child should be. I mean, that, that is what your money does today. And I know it's easy for stuff to wash over us. There's stuff that happens here in the news, and it washes over me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to shake myself to sort of shake me to wake me. Again, and, and I don't want this to ever wash over us. We, we are really talking about life and death. We're talking about a child that before, as we talked about, the child is uh, almost skeletal remains, no light, no life in her eyes, uh, can't hold her head up from her mother's arms because her neck is so weak. Uh, as you said yesterday, rightly, uh, does not have the energy even to make noise, to cry. Cry would be a step up mm-hmm. because it would mean energy. And so today, you know, the after, the plumpy nut, uh, is, a, is a life changer. It is a life saver. And that's what you're doing today when you call the number. You're providing life to a child who otherwise, and we say child, it really is largely children of the age of two. Uh, you know, the, the first big hurdle in that part of the world is a healthy birth. Mm-hmm. And lots of babies die in childbirth. I remember being on the road with a guy who was an interpreter. He's an educated guy. He's been to college, been to university, uh, worked for the for the uh, consulate there and was an interpreter. And we was talking to him over at a dinner uh, about his life and his family. I said, tell me about how you grew up. And he was talking to me about it. And he said, my mother had eight kids. And so he, he goes on to talk. And I said, wow. I said, you grew up with eight kids in your family. He said, no, I grew up with four kids in my family. Three of them died in wow. childbirth and one died of malnutrition before the age of two. Isn't it interesting the things that we assume? You know, we are so blessed here in the United States of America that for a family near us to lose a child, it is a tragedy that many of us cannot even comprehend. And yet it is the day in and day out for so many of these children in places like Ethiopia, which is still 
trying to recover from the effects of a historic drought that uh, caused so much devastation, so much starvation, and so much pain. Your gift right now of $60 to save the children provides ready-to-use therapeutic food, Plumpy Nut, for one of these children, literally bringing them back from the brink of death due to severe acute malnutrition. So far, we've saved 45 kids. We have 105 more we'd like to speak to, and right now, every dollar you give is doubled through the generous matching gift of a donor uh, who said, I'll step up, I'll match these gifts. So this really is the time to call. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can also help by clicking the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Let's make that gift today. Let's save a life today. You can do it by joining us and Scott Wilder and our friends at Save the Children. 888-884-4836. Hey, this is Bill Carl, today's guest host for the Bill Bunkley Show. Don Crow returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. Von Crow Show is brought to you in part by A-Action Home Services. Hey, does your air conditioning need a tune-up? Is your system working to peak efficiency? Well, find out. Call my friend Chuck at aactionhomeservices.com. Here's their number, 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. Well, this week's historic meeting with our President Donald Trump and North Korea's Kim Jong-un Uh, resulted in promises of nuclear disarmament and security for that region. It still leaves considerable uncertainty regarding other very critical issues. For example, there remain deep concerns and reports as well that the meeting between the presidents of the two countries on North Korea's long and treacherous uh, record of human rights abuses never came up. A particular concern for its uh, continued and atrocious persecution of Christians. Joining us to talk more about that issue, Faith McDonald, Director of International Religious Liberty Programs and also the Church Alliance for a New Sudan with the Washington, D.C.-based IRD. That's the Institute on Religion and Democracy. She also writes and speaks on the subject of the persecuted church. We've been honored to have her on the show a number of times through the years and much more to her credit as well on behalf of people just such as those fellow believers in North Korea. Faith, always good to talk with you. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Don. I'm honored to be on your show, and thank you for all you do to make this an issue that people need to hear. Well, the voices need to be stronger than ever on some of these issues. Now, as I understand it, the 2018 report from USERF, that's the U.S. Commission on Religious Freedom, ranks North Korea as what they call a Tier 1 country. What does that mean? Well, uh, USERF was formed as a result of the International Religious Freedom Act, and it's a way to report back to the President of the United States um, what he should know or she should know about the persecution of religious believers around the world. Um, And they get the reports from people on the ground, people who have information, and put them together and then decide if, if somebody is a Tier 1 country, that's the worst. 
that means that the government of the country itself is actively persecuting the people in their country uh, on the basis of religion and belief. And so North Korea is like the poster child for that. And sadly, uh, the anecdotal evidence is profound and overwhelming. Uh, You mentioned uh, in one piece I saw several specific cases in point. What are some of the examples you can tell our listeners that uh, really let them know how evil this uh, administration or this regime, I should say, has been through the years against its own people? Oh, yes, Don. It, it, it's heartbreaking. I mean, it's it's hard to believe. But we, we saw how they treated that young man, Otto, who was an American citizen. Just imagine how they treat their own people. And some of the, the uh, incidences that you're referring to, um, just appalling. Um, Christians who are put into the prison camps, which are are bad enough for everybody. I mean, it's like getting a death sentence to go into a prison camp. Um, but the Christians are particularly treated in the most evil ways. And in one situation in a prison factory, the guards poured molten steel on the Christians to kill them uh, because they believed in God instead of Kim Il-sung, who, at, of course, is the the beginning of all of this evil. And also, you uh, mentioned a former prison guard who testified before Congress. What did he have Mm -hmm. to say to the Congress? Yeah, um, this was uh, both in um, uh, the prison guard who testified before Congress talked about how a a woman in in prison who was a Christian was just kicked repeatedly and left for days because a prison guard overheard her praying for a child in the prison camp because three generations of families are sent to prison for the transgression of one member. They want to cleanse the entire line of the family. So, like, if you don't have your little pin on that has Kim Jong-il's picture on it, then you could be sent to prison and your parents and your children. So three generations. Uh, What is your own reaction? Because early on, there are those groups that are criticizing President Trump for not bringing this issue up uh, with uh, the uh, North Korean uh, counterpart. And also, uh, when asked about it, even post summit meeting, he didn't seem to want to come out and condemn uh, the regime for what it's been doing all these years. What's your own thought? Yeah, that was very puzzling, Don, because he had already condemned them previously. Um, He had spoken very strongly about the issues of persecution and human rights violations and starvation and and what the the Kims had done to their people. He even had the the escapee uh, at the State of the Union address. So it was very puzzling that he took this tack. And I think what we just have to do is to keep putting on the pressure um, because it was disappointing that this was not brought up and I think very unwise because we have seen in in past history of the United States first of all that that's who we are as a people we speak out about these kind of evils Um, but secondly practically um, and pragmatically uh, this is the only way to get anywhere with a a country like that Um, you have to link human rights and nuclear disarmament Um, we saw that with the Soviet Union. We saw what President Reagan did, um, the Jackson-Vanik Act, um, and the, the, the Soviet Jewelry Campaign, which, by the way, uh, I'm part of a new uh, 
Save the Persecuted Christians Coalition that's taking that model of the Save Soviet Jewelry campaign and doing it again now for Christians and asking churches to put banners on their lawn. So, you know, this this is for North Korea's Christians, too. On that latter point, uh, Faith, are mm-hmm. there uh, sources? Are, is there a place where folks can go to find more about uh, find out more about that and to uh, partner with you on it? Yes, they sure can. We have a, a website, SaveThePersecutedChristians.org, um, and people can, uh, especially pastors, can get a free banner um, and free free shipping and everything. Uh, just promise to put it on your lawn and to take a picture of your church group with it, because we want people who are being persecuted in North Korea and elsewhere to see those pictures and to get hope from them and to know that people care about them. SaveThePersecutedChristians.org. Mm-hmm. We're talking with the Faith McDonald Institute for uh, Institute on Religion and Democracy. Dird.org is their website, and we are calling attention to something that I, a lot of us uh, are very grateful for. What the president has done in terms of uh, seeking to seeking to denuclearize, if you will, the Korean Peninsula, but we're deeply concerned about these long-standing abuses of Christians and others in that. North Korean country. And as a matter of fact, speaking of our voices, uh, Faith, you point out that U.S. Christian organizations such as the National Council of Churches, National Association of Evangelicals, uh, have been rather silent on this issue. What's going on there? Oh, boy, Don. Yeah. Um, And that could really have had an impact on President Trump if he thought that maybe, you know, this is the way to go, that the National Council of Churches was only talking about um, U.S. militarism and urging reunification of the Korean Peninsula. And the NAE, the National Association of Evangelicals, was calling for a, a prayer for peace but not talking about the per- the persecution of our fellow believers and really the, the, the attempt to eradicate Christianity in North Korea by the Kims since the, the takeover of communism um, in that country. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe he thought, well, maybe this isn't such an important issue to Christians in America, and we need to prove them wrong. Um, thank God uh, Open Doors had a, a prayer night the night before the summit um, to pray particularly about persecuted Christians. Um, and there are groups like the, the North Korea Freedom Coalition that are speaking out all the time about uh, this issue. And, you know, thanks. Thank God I get a chance to do that as well. Um, But uh, I was once accused of violating my baptismal vows by calling Kim Jong-il evil by the Episcopal Church. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And yet, uh, you know, we I think even the American Christian community, I don't mean to speak for all of them by any means, but I'm afraid Mm -hmm. that too often we American Christians think, well, uh, we'll leave it up to our government to put pressure on North Korea or uh, name the you know name the country. There are any number that are violating human rights and Christians' rights. Mm-hmm. But I think if the Church of Jesus Christ in America would really coalesce and raise a united voice, it would be overwhelming in terms of the pressure we could create uh, in these situations, both uh, prayerfully before heaven's throne, but also before mm-hmm. the various uh, despots of the world. 
Amen. Well, that's, you know, that's exactly what the Jewish people did in the late 60s and 70s with the Save Soviet Jewry campaign. Um, and Christians need to get as unified as those Jewish people were to, pre- to, to defend their people in the Soviet Union who were languishing in labor camps. And we need to get together. We need to forget our own denominational differences and our political differences and stand up for the religious violence. Uh, and and the brutal persecution of our fellow believers. Now, uh, I guess there's no way of knowing exactly, of course, how many believers they are, because I would say 99.9% of them, if not all of them in North Korea, are secret believers uh, for mm. the obvious reasons. But uh, do we have any kind of estimate as to the size of the church there? And really, how has the church grown with such adversity all around it from the top down of its own government. How has it grown? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a, it's a miracle that it could grow at all um, because, first, it was reduced so so enormously. Um, at one point, North Korea had was 22% Christian, and once Kim Il-sung started his uh, cleansing, it was down to 2%. Um, so, but right now, experts say there might be as many as 400,000 secret believers. And God bless the Christians in South Korea and in China who reach out mm. to North Koreans who um, escape over the border or to um, people who, you know, venture into North Korea doing some kind of other work and then share the gospel because that's, that's how it's happening. Well, we need to pray for them. As we've already said, we need to continue to ask this administration to keep this as part of any future discussions or plans uh, in their dealings with North Korea. I, I, uh, I couldn't agree more with you on that point. As always, good to yeah. talk with you, and thank you for the tireless work you and your colleagues do. Oh, thank you, Don. Great to talk to you, too. God bless you. Again, Faith McDonald, Institute on Religion and Democracy. The website is the ird.org remembering north korea's persecuted christians they need our prayers they need our advocacy let's do it bill carl here with scott wilder from save the children thank you for joining us for just a few moments as we share more opportunities for you to save lives through save the children when you call triple eight 884-4836 and make your gift of $60 you save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition you can also click the save the children link at letstalkfaith.com to make that gift and what are we talking about really well save the children around for over 100 years has been working in east africa among famine victims and they provide it it's kind of a funny name. They provide this ready-to-use therapeutic food called plumping. It's peanut-based. It's kind of based on Nutella. And it really does bring kids back from the brink of death. Again, your $60 provides enough plumping nut and medicine to save a child who's starving. And, Scott, I know that you've been there in Ethiopia and seen the miracle of plumping nut and seen the miracle of these kids. Take us inside that a little. It is to nutrition what penicillin was to medicine. And that's not just me. I mean, 60 Minutes talked about it as a miracle. And I don't know if you watch 60 Minutes very much, but they don't use the word miracle very often. Uh, it brings kids back, children back, babies back from the brink of uh, death. I mean, they're right on the doorstep. I mean, they, they are 
the child you're thinking of right now, the child with uh, appears to be a skeleton uh, with skin draped over it. I mean, it, it really is stark to see. When you see a mom holding her twin boys that are three months old, and she says, I can no longer even nurse my kids. I don't have enough food for myself. And uh, mother's milk is the only way my kids uh, can survive, and they're suffering from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, today we have a chance to, to be the safety net. We have a chance to be um, – come together and do this thing uh, that really is ours to do. So, I mean, we, you've been fortunate, blessed, lucky, whatever word you use, um, to be where you are, to live where you live. Not, not just to be born where you've been born, but to be born when you've been born. And we're so thankful to be in a position to be able to do good for others, not to have to rely on the government and other agencies to make this happen. Save the Children is a nonprofit that I know personally at our house, Missy and I give to, Every year, and we want to encourage you to as well. In fact, Save the Children works here in the United States of America. I spent a good chunk of time last fall in uh, rural Tennessee among Save the Children uh, folks who have been blessed through this ministry, and I hope you'll step in right now. Again, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We're counting down 105 kids to go. Would you call right now? 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith. Com. And I'll tell you this as well. We've had a generous donor step forward who over the next month has said, look, for every gift that your listeners make to save the children, I'll double it. So if you make that gift of $60, it becomes $120, so on and so forth. And maybe right now you'd say, Bill Scott, I'll do a leadership gift of $600. That would take care of 10 children saving their lives and with those matching dollars would add another 10 children to the list of those who've been impacted through Save the Children and through your kindness. So again, I'd encourage you to go to the phone right now. Here's the number, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or again, click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Together, we can save lives with Save the Children. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. But 61.6% of Bill Bunkley show Don Crow returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. Confiscated believers sent to re-education camps. That and more is reported in various sources, such as a piece at the Washington Times by Bradford Richardson today on the persecution of Christians in China, now at its highest level since the brutal reign of Mao and the Cultural Revolution. Joining us now to talk about the scope and depth of this problem for Christians in that country is Bryn Lawrence. Bryn is the English editor for China Aid, which, as many of you know, is an international nonprofit Christian human rights organization committed to promoting religious freedom and rule and the rule of law in China. And, of course, we've had the honor of having its leader and president, uh, Pastor Bob Fu, on in times past as well, speaking on behalf of that organization. Bryn, it's an honor to have you with us today. Thank you for joining me. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. Now, would you talk with us about, uh, really, uh, the, the uh, I guess the... Exponential growth of persecution, uh, the expansion of persecution in China in recent times. It's it's always been a problem, but 
Uh, talk about where it is today, Karen, compared to even maybe just a few years ago. Yeah, so the persecution of uh, Christians in China, as you said, has always been a problem, but it really began to spike um, in 2013 when the newest president, Xi Jinping, came into power. And um, he instituted this kind of idea that religion has to conform to um, socialist ideology. So he's introducing all of these new regulations that are then kind of having this ripple effect down to the churches. Well, can you give us some of uh, the anecdotal evidence, the uh, stories that are coming out of China right now? Yeah, um, we actually we just had a church, Early Rain Covenant Church. Um, they've had several times authorities have raided their church. They've arrested their church members, um, mostly just for holding like memorial services, either for the Sichuan earthquake, which was um, devastating in 2008, and then most recently for the 29th anniversary of the Tiananmen Square massacre. Um, they had some people detained and arrested for holding prayer services for those events. Now, is the uh, effort to just contain the growth of Christianity? My understanding from talking with uh, your own uh, colleague, Bob Fu, and others uh, who are experts on this matter, I'm thinking right now of Dr. David Eggman, who's been with us in times past. The growth of the church in China, I guess, is phenomenal. Is that part of what's driving this, or why this renewed crackdown? What are some of the causal factors that you know about? Um, I think it's kind of it's a twofold thing. One is that it is, you know, really rapidly expanding, as you said. Um, China is, in fact, expected to be the most Christian nation by 2030. And um, along with that, the Chinese government sees religions that originate from outside of China as attempts at foreign infiltration, which is, of course, completely untrue. And so they kind of see the spread of Christianity as a threat to their own power because they're trying to get everyone under one like ideological umbrella. Now, I noticed that your pastor, Fu, said that the leadership of this current president will go down in history as a sort of a Chairman Mao Jr., uh, as mm -hmm. we've already referenced, the one who uh, uh, maybe uh, carries out his own cultural revolution. Is that part of it, that he's trying to emulate his uh, perhaps his hero? You definitely see a ton of emulation in between Xi Jinping and Mao. Um, probably one of the most noticeable emulations besides, you know, the, the increasing crackdown is actually in some places in order for Christians, for impoverished Christians to get government aid, he has required them to take down any symbolism in their homes, such as like crosses or something, and um, post pictures of both himself and Chairman, Chairman Mao. And they look very similar in the pictures. As I understand it, and it's mentioned in one of the columns I was referencing, uh, that one pastor, Wang Yi, uh, Wang Yi, I believe it is, and his wife mm -hmm. uh, were arrested. What can you tell us about them, uh, why they were arrested, but also what the status of their situation is now? Yeah, they're actually, they are, uh, Wang Yi is the pastor of uh, the Early Rain Covenant Church that I mentioned before. Mm. And his arrest came um the day that they were uh, attempting to hold that uh, prayer service on the memorial of the 29th anniversary of Tiananmen Square. And um, he has just been routinely persecuted by the Chinese government. They once tried to prevent him from going to Hong Kong to speak at a Christian conference. Um, he's been detained over, uh, you know, usually just for short periods of time, but, you know, it's been over several instances. And um, he... He, yeah, he's just had several instances of persecution. He has since been released, so 
these free now, but we're definitely keeping an eye on the situation as it does concern us. As I understand it, part of his problem, if you will, much like a New Testament saint, he's uh, been speaking out against government heavy-handedness and regulations, right? Right, and that is a um, an extreme risk for these pastors to do so. A lot of them are... Um, a lot of them actually do choose to keep quiet, which is why we think, you know, we're really only scratching the surface in terms of, you know, even what information can come out of China about persecution. Well, folks, for the sake of those of you listening, uh, there's this quote attributed to this pastor. Ultimately, he says, my position is quite simple. As far as faith is concerned, these new regulations are evil. As far as the Constitution is concerned, they are illegal. As far as politics are concerned, they are foolish. As pastor of a church house, I intend to peacefully reject this regulation's legitimacy and implementation. So no doubt, uh, you already said you're watching the situation on his behalf and praying for him, but we need to do the same, don't we? Yes, exactly. Talk about the awareness of Christians in China of the millions of people around the world who are praying for them. Do they ever become aware of that, and what does that do on their behalf? Um, I think the awareness level uh, varies, but we have heard reports from, you know, inside the country where the Chinese government will actually try to say to them, no one cares about your situation, you're alone, they've forgotten you. And so when they do see um, that people have been praying for them or that there's been, you know, it, you know, people have been sharing their stories on social media and things like that, they actually encourages them a lot because they feel like they're not forgotten. And, um, you know, that's, you know, personally, one of my main goals um, working in China Aid is to help them feel not forgotten. Now, how important is America's voice in this regard? I know our U.S. State Department, uh, Secretary of State Mark Pompeo, Mark Pompeo Mike, sorry, Mike Pompeo recently uh, said that, the uh, quote, uh, the United States would not stand by as spectators to some of the atrocities going on in China. What kind of impact does that have on the Chinese uh, government, but also on the people themselves? Does it encourage them, and is it of help to them? Um, I think the U.S.'s intervention in this regard is absolutely critical because China is as kind of a newer world superpower. They're trying to get the respect of the rest of the world, and so it's very important to the officials that they look good. And if the U.S. continues to say, you know, we know of these abuses, we don't like them, we will not stand for them, that sends a message to China that this is not okay. And we've actually had, you know, certain cases sometimes in which people will be freed as a result of um, just increased international awareness to the atrocities. And I think, you know, it goes along with the whole um, people knowing their stories. It greatly encourages the Christians on the ground to know that they have, you know, friends in the U.S. government and friends abroad that are praying for them and trying to help them. I know in January, because uh, we, we talked about it at the time here on the show, government officials uh, dyn uh, dynamiting one of the largest evangelical churches in uh, uh, the northern province. And uh, what, uh, what kind of uh, impact has that had on the church there in general? And uh, has China itself uh, changed in that regard, or has it uh, intended to do more? Um, I haven't actually heard much about that particular church, from my understanding. Uh, they don't really have a place to meet right now. Mm. I'm not sure if they're meeting in small groups. Um, I, I'm just not certain, but I do believe, I don't know of any plans from China to, you know, keep, you know, dynamiting churches, but I do know that they plan to similarly try to shut down the house churches and um, 
enforce more strict monitoring on the government-run churches. And what could you tell us before we have to wrap this up? I appreciate your time, Bryn. Uh, the re-education camps. Now, we know that China has used those under Mao, and uh, now they're being uh, apparently used once again. What is that like for believers, and uh, how should we pray for them in that regard? Um, the re-education camps, uh, I'm not exactly sure the specifics for Christians per se. I know that there's a lot being used against Muslims in the northwestern part of China, um, and they're undergoing a lot of, you know, just torture and people trying to force them to abide by the rules of the, com- not the rules, but the ideologies of the Communist Party. And so I imagine that the Christians are going through a lot of the same things where it's just really torturous and um, really hard for them to just survive. Well, I appreciate you taking time to talk with us. Thank you very much. Give our warmest regards to Pastor Fu, if you would, also. Yeah, thank you so much. Bryn Lawrence, English editor for China Aid. Their website is chinaaid.org. Well worth your visiting that website, chinaaid.org. Hey, this is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumping nut, and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. So I was on the air not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just it's just not uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there, I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids, a $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar, and we're waiting for your call right now at 888-884-4836. Well, again, that number is 888-884-4836. Let's talk faith.com uh, is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now you would make a leadership gift of um, of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. We're, we're, I'm telling you, we're we're right there. Scott's over there, kind of calculating everything. Thirteen more, thirteen down to a, thirteen would be seven hundred eighty dollars. Thirteen kids right now would be seven hundred eighty dollars. And listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type of <laughs> monthly and bi monthly gifts and ways to do it. However, you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, you know, listen, if you just want to make that one time gift of sixty dollars, we welcome that and we're blessed by need that. It. But I really, truly do believe, Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, oh, you know, a little later. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can. You know, really you can. There are families. They'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm-hmm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney World. And I know and I've met people. Where'd you come from? Mm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And, you know, you know they put three, $4,000 on that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it, and then they kind of figured it out. 
And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I know there's somebody listening right now, you know you could make that gift. And you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card, or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now. God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death, when, when, you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be. But we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith.com. Claudication is discomfort, pain, or a tired feeling in your legs that happens when you walk or exercise and goes away when you rest. Visit www.vascularweb.org. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. Don Crow Show on WAVA. Once again, happy to be sharing this Friday afternoon with listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Well, if you happen to miss the conversation with Dr. Um, Meg, uh, yeah, Peg Meeker, <laughs> it's a Friday, folks. Uh, I hope you'll... Uh, Pick up that book and share it, even if it's after Father's Day. Believe me, I've been reading it, and i got to tell you, I didn't have time to ask uh, Dr. Meeker all the questions I would have liked, uh, one of which is, uh, look, uh, my immediate fathering days are now well past. I'm a grandfather and a great-grandfather, but as I read her book, i got to tell you, uh, I said, man, I wish I'd had this book when I was starting out so many years ago. Uh, with my sons and my daughters, so I couldn't over-recommend this book that is uh, really available and a very modest price. Uh, It's in paperback. You've got this, Unlocking the Hero Dad Within. But, you know, having said all of that, I want to encourage you dads out there, the task is not as daunting as it may seem, and I love what she said, that you have in you the potential and the DNA that God has placed there for you to uh, move into the role that God has assigned for you and uh, really begin to make a difference no matter where you are. As long as we have relationships, whether it's, as I say, as a dad or a granddad or a great-granddad, we still have the opportunity to make a difference. And I also came across something, I don't know if I've got time to get to it all, but it uh, suggests uh, 10 things, 10 things that uh, we can do Uh, by Dr. Steve McSwain. He's an author and a lecturer, and he suggests there are 10 ways every father can be a blessing to his children. Number one, he says, treat them equally. 
Uh, I'll be talking about this Sunday morning in uh, our church at Plymouth Haven Baptist Church here in Alexandria. I'm going to call it the power of fatherhood, and there's several areas I'll deal with, but this is one of them, ways in which we can make a difference in our kids' lives. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be going to Genesis 25, where Jacob and Esau's parents really set up a conflict because each of them chose his or her own favorite. Rebecca loved Jacob, and uh, Isaac loved Esau. And I tell you what, that created all kinds of havoc in that home and in those relationships. Uh, but uh, Dr. McSwain says, number one, treat them equally. Number two, treat them the way that you should go by both your word and by your example. You know, it's true. We all know the saying, what you're doing speaks so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. So we need to model the kind of, and none of us is perfect. There's never been a perfect Adam since uh, a perfect parent since Adam. He was the perfect dad, and we know he kind of blew it, right? Uh, let them mess up, Dr. McSwain says. Let them make their mistakes. He also says they'll catch more than they'll ever learn from you. I like that. They will catch more than they'll ever learn. Fill your home with laughter. One of the things I remember of my own dear father, who's now with the Lord, has been since 1999. Uh, he and my mom both now relaxing and rejoicing in the presence of the Lord that they loved and served so faithfully. But dad had this incredible sense of humor that uh, really edifies me to this very day. I mean, it just there were times of great humor in our home. Uh, teach faith by giving room for that child's own faith experience, Dr. McSwain says. Teach them to question everything. Now, I say that with a caveat. I say that with a caveat because there are certain verities that are verities, but they still deserve and can stand the test of being questioned by our young people if we teach them how to do it in uh, their uh, in their own way. Uh, make your home a safe place, and there's much more to that. But then finally, bless them every single day. Find some way to affirm, as we said with Dr. Meeker earlier on, the affirmation of a power is unique. Now, a mother's affirmation is almost a given, but a, a father's affirmation is something a child feels like they have to work for. It ought to be there. We're going to wrap up the hour in a moment. Stay with us. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for a health care plan, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2.5 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings may be less or more, but Think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. Just hit star star 734. That's star star 734. Star star 734. 
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The White House is clarifying what President Trump meant earlier today when he threw a House Republican immigration push into disarray. In a Fox and Friends interview, the president said he's looking at two immigration bills the House plans to vote on next week, but that he certainly would not sign the more moderate one. That caught GOP leaders off guard after Speaker Paul Ryan had said the president would back the compromise bill. A top Republican official immediately said the House would not tackle immigration legislation without the president's backing. A senior White House official now says the president was confused, believing he'd been asked about a separate immigration push and not the compromise bill. Sagar Magani, Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 85 points to 25,090. The Nasdaq dropped 15. The S&P lower by 3. Oil down to 65.06 a barrel. This is SRN News. Franklin Graham praises President Trump for the North Korea summit. The popular evangelist says he's hopeful about the prospect for calm on the Korean Peninsula after this week's meeting in Singapore. In a Facebook post, Graham says, quote, The Bible tells us to seek peace and pursue it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.